This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Friday, it's the Lori and Julian Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. We've got a fun show lined up for you this afternoon. Sarah Rogers is going to join us this hour. Maybe she'll have some Valentine's Day ideas for you. I bet she will. So you want to stick we're, around? We're praying that. she does because we <laughs> okay. don't have any over oh, here. We're fresh okay. out of ideas right. over okay. here. Oh my gosh, Donnie. Happy Friday. You gave me the casting news I didn't know I needed on this Friday. Oh. You didn't what? know you needed? I I didn't know I needed this oh, casting news, okay. but it's it's kind of making me really happy about the oh, movie good. project. This is Boz Luhrmann's Elvis project. Oh yeah. Tom Hanks is the Colonel Austin Butler. Is Elvis? Is Elvis and and uh, and then uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal is going to play Gladys Presley. Now, will she? She'll have to wear a fat suit or gain weight. Uh, Her well, face yeah, looks like true. it. I she's got see... that angelic sort of yeah. heart shaped face, and I can see the hair. But she's Gladys was a stout woman. Yes, can we say it Even like that? Even when he was young, young, she was and stout. she was young, she was stout. She yes, very, that's what I meant. And stout doesn't encompass the whole body. Remember that little like a teacup, yeah. short and stout. stout. Here is my. That handle. just means round. Here is my spout. Yeah, roundish. Roundish. Mm-hmm. I mean, her face had. A lot of volume, and that is weird because Maggie Gyllenhaal is so thin. But but, but she has a heart shaped yes. face. She okay. really does. So she's going to be the mom, and I mean, it just makes me excited because I feel like this is going to be a biopic that we can really get excited about, Julia, because it's young Elvis. Oh, thank goodness! It's young. I've Elvis. been so excited about this. I cannot wait. Oh, well, sarcasm. I mean, think Actually, about it. I'm excited been, to see this. We've had TV movies about Elvis. Famously, the Kurt Russell one with Season Hubley way back in the day. Remember Season Hubley? And that movie, that TV movie for Kurt Russell, kind of broke him out of the Disney mm-hmm. stereotype that he was in. You they know? were married. Yes. Yes, they, they were. I think they might have fallen in love. Mm-hmm. They were married for a little while. Anyway, I'm just super excited about you know the and that this is coming together. I'm so glad w- with good actors. Yeah, and when you're saying this, all I can think of is where is Christy McNichol and where is Season Hubley? Uh, you know, <laughs> those I, are two names from the past, past yeah. from the TV show Family. Yeah, yeah. and Season Hubley, um, she was so gorgeous. She was in all the TV all movie of, of the weeks. All of them. Beautiful curly hair and blue eyes. Maybe, and- Julia, she dropped out of Hollywood because it just was uh, too difficult. Uh, everyone has to be pretend, if they're women, to be 29 forever. 
that's the magic age in Hollywood for women, in particular in the 70s yes. and 80s. Maybe she got married to the love of her life, who was a carpenter from Idaho, and they I wanted to so. leave the Hollywood business. Ooh, and Kurt broke her heart and left her for <laughs> Goldie Hawn. And that was Kara Carrie Russell that married the carpenter, if you remember. Did she? Yeah. Felicity. She it's, married it's the carpenter a, and then dumped him. It's a fantasy. You it's know? a good one. Yeah. But I loved, I remember loving that name, Season. Season. What yeah. a great name. Such a hippy dippy name. Such, like summer and yeah. rain. Yes, oh, I loved yes. it. My friend Shannon, her nickname was Summer. Yeah. I went to a girl, I went to high school with a girl whose actual born given name was Star. Oh, I know some stars too. Yeah. That was a big name. That was back a in big name. Yes. In, you know, well, Star Jones. Star, but I mean, now she was. Back this 70s. was before Star Jones. Oh, this was this like is late sixty babies. Oh, I see. Exactly, mm-hmm. true hippie name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. The hippie names. Oh gosh. Um, so we're going to kind of. I think it's going to be a fun party. It's the opening of Fillmore, Minneapolis. So it's like a a nod to the Fillmore in San Francisco, famous rock club. Would yeah, you say, Donnie? One in New York too. One in New York, but it's the West Coast one. Mm-hmm. Is and anyway, so Live Nation built it. It's a new place. It's you know, it's competition for First Avenue. Yes, it is. I don't know what it's uh, what the capacity is, but they're having a big thing there tonight to so people can see what it looks like. The VIP party and Nookie Jones is playing. And really fun band. Nookie Jones are Laurie, kind of an R and B. They opened for Tower Power. Oh, um, and I don't know if they played the Basilica, but I've seen them a couple times. But All good, right, so good. Fun. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And I guess this is a nod to the original Fillmore having chandeliers in the Rock Club. Oh, Four I like big that. Chandeliers. Okay. So we'll see what the sound is like. We'll see what the uh, you know. Uh, bar, how fast you can get a drink, and how many oh. bathrooms there are. Because we were very impressed with that at the Armory. The capacity is 1,850. So it's bigger than uh, First Avenue. Mm-hmm. You know? So anyway, we're going there tonight, and you wouldn't know the way Julia and I are that dressed we're going today. going to the same place. That we're going to the same event. Julia mm-hmm. looks like she's going to the book club with <laughs> wine for moms. <laughs> but yeah. And I look like I'm going to a concert. I'm Yeah, in you black. look like you're going to the Fillmore. Yeah, I look like I'm yeah. going to the Fillmore. I got a vibe going on, yeah. is what I've been told, yeah. and your vibe is... Uh, they're reading a book about the is Fillmore. Is your, your, your curling <laughs> up and your taking up. I gotta up be and, honest, when I was looking for something to wear... Well, club? it's... I, you know, today was supposed to be everyone's supposed to wear red to work for um, women's heart disease. Only if that works for what I'm doing. That's okay. always been my I motto. I bought this with that. sweater and I've never worn it. It's very cute. It's I a have red... a white, fluffy mohair sweater. Yeah. Much like it's darling. I couldn't find anything rock and roll. You'd sweat balls if you went to an actual concert in this uh, getup. You well, would be in your maybe that's a before... weight loss. But I don't know what I'm going to do. You'd be in your bra before you knew it. You'd then you'd really be rocker. I'd have a reason. <laughs> I'd have a reason. Um. I so anyway. anyway so you, someone at work goes, um, "Are you guys going to the same place?" <laughs> like, yep. Mm, really? I don't care though. That's fine, Julia. I mean, I care, but I don't. Please do not. I couldn't find anything. Do not. Anything to wear. Do not say those words to me okay, that you do find, not care. I could not. You know those days you look in your closet. Why? Well, well, you didn't sleep I last night. I played tennis and I got, I was round up. I couldn't get to sleep till like one thirty. That two explains it. That explains it. Two nights it. in a row. And then I. You had closet dysmorphia. I mean, <laughs> I was going to wear a black turtleneck, which would have been better than this. 
Um, but not much. Not much. Because that's my uniform, and I just thought yeah. today I would let my neck breathe. I thought you would enjoy seeing my red, thick sweater V-neck. I, I, I do enjoy a V-neck, but Daddy, I don't like so, it. It's yeah. so thick. It's so big. It's so hairy. It's so warm. Uh, it, I don't have anything on underneath. Well, mm. that's what I mean. Go rocker chick and just wear your damn bra. Is it a black one? No, I even changed to put a white one on. Oh, I had a black one on push up anyway, on originally. These, these are third world problems gonna, today. Yeah. I'm just going to go put on my athletic tape, which is what every... Remember, Donnie, years and years ago when Monique Lulier borrowed me that beautiful um, leopard skin dress with the keyhole? Why would Donnie remember that? I, I remember lots of things. You remember you know, we yeah. duct taped my breasts? Yes. Okay, duct tape does not peel off well. No, no. It is not a good thing to put on your skin unless no. you're trying to get rid of warts on the bottom of your feet. <laughs> we were panicking. You were panicking. I mm-hmm. was laughing. Casey got the duct tape up to me. We were at the t- in my bedroom, and I had to duct tape your boobs. First of all, I don't like doing personal assistant types of things. I'll really? hook... I'll, I'll hook a hook. She's so nice, I'll, Donnie. I'll fluff the back of your hair, but I really don't want to be doing too much more. Again, this would have been hard boobs. for you to be a parent. I don't like doing things for others. And you're just going, tape up together. And you're just screaming. And I was like, okay. And I'm just rapping. Oh, gosh. She was really not nice about it. All right. You but were, anyway, the kinesiology tape or whatever that's called, the athletic kinesiology. tape. Kinesiology? Yeah, and you use it. I use that um, stuff on my feet sometimes. Is that what it is, you tape? But that's what all the new tape rage is, that they're charging $28, $30, $40 a roll. People are using that tape now because it actually comes after your skin. Yeah. But if are you saying wants, the kinesiology tape would be two ninety nine and a lot cheaper? No, because it's expensive, too. Oh, it's it at least $15, oh, but it's $10 less. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, you're saving us money for You could save yourself Uber. a little money <laughs> for the Uber, <laughs> for the Uber. From Walgreens. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Miss a put you in timeout this week? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. All right, a little pause here. Going to take uh, everyone back. Most of you weren't born yet, but this is coming up on Sunday night. Sunday night at about 7.12 p.m. Central Time, 55 years ago, this happened. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you I'm so glad that is something I don't remember. No, I'm not old enough to remember aren't. that. I Yay. am. I'm the only one here that the saw it. Side, yeah. That saw it, yes. Yeah. No, I have a girl. <laughs> I I'm, I think my Aunt Claudia has, has talked to I mean, me about okay. it because she's like, uh, the difference between her and uh, her sister, my mom, is like eight years. And so my mom was a teenager. Anyway, my mom loved Elvis and Claudia liked the Beatles. It's funny because my mom and her sister are eight years too. Two, yeah. And so it's like one was yeah. my mom was like, oh, only the be you know, only Elvis. And then Claudia was like, oh, no, it's all about the Beatles. Since there were basically three or four television stations in 1964, 73 million, million. people watched that broadcast. Wow. wow. Pretty And wild. we, I mean, yeah. we, I've, we've all seen it on YouTube. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yes. yeah. You know, but that's kind of cool. There you go. Okay. Okay. So it's the. Uh, Two more sleeps until the Academy Award. Yes. Our, our award show excitement has been compressed. 
accelerated and it's going to be over and I predict we'll yeah. we will like go away. Oh, but anyway, so the Academy Awards are on uh Sunday night and lots of funny stories of course coming out. I mean people are kinda giddy. I think even like some of the news people are just sort of giddy to have this to cover because in between all these, you know, Super Bowl and Grammy, you know, you had the impeachment and you had, there was so much There's political so much stuff on. and yes. then the coronavirus. Yes. And so it really seems like not even just ABC is getting giddy about it, but like kind of all the uh, outlets are just, it's like something to do. So this is Chris Conley is out in LA and thank goodness he's not talking to the Two women who gave us nothing yesterday from the <gasps> Academy Awards. I mean, really, but here's just a couple of things on our way to the countdown. Joaquin Phoenix looks to be dancing his way to an Oscar win in Best Actor, and his acceptance speech could be compelling viewing. He's been using his time at the podium to do a lot more than thank his agent. I think that it is the obligation of the people that have created and perpetuate and benefit from a system of oppression to be the ones that dismantle it. So that's on us. He's up for playing the title role in Joker, the same character Heath Ledger won supporting actor for in The Dark Knight 11 years ago. Really, I'm standing here on the the shoulders um, of my favorite actor, uh, Heath Ledger. That's only happened once before, with Marlon Brando and Robert De Niro each winning for portraying Vito Corleone in Godfather films. What's never happened before? Little Women's Greta Gerwig and Marriage Story's Noah Baumbach. Two writer-directors, a couple sharing a household and a child, each with their movie nominated for Best Picture. What were your feelings as you heard the nomination? I guess I didn't realize that. We gotta look at our phones and then... um, then we then we both did from across the room and it was it was just very exciting i was so proud somebody asked me who do you hope you sit next to at the oscars and i said i hope i sit next to greta and yeah <laughs> i did i i guess i forgot that Same. both of their movies are best picture and they're together in a couple have a child and then his movie marriage story is about the breakup of his marriage right. with jennifer jason lee which nobody ever asks him about i i find that odd i Lori. know Nobody. She was a big star, but maybe because he hasn't won really, so he hasn't oh, done that much press, and there hasn't really been an Oscar campaign really for Marriage Story. Mm-hmm. It's uh, been more for the actors. It seems like, yeah, it. Adam it Driver like and it. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, all right, let's play the and next Laura one. Laura Dern. Yes, exactly. While Scarlett Johansson and JoJo, we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Rabbit could pull a surprise. It's expected to be a nice night for Marriage Story's Laura Dern. She's up in supporting actress 28 years after her first Oscar nomination. I think having had the experience makes anything less scary and odd. Um, and I think your values and the value on an accolade is completely different um, as a grown-up. All she five saying? supporting yeah. actor nominees already have Oscars. Brad Pitt earned his for producing 12 Years a Slave. He's likely to win another for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Unless the Irishman's Joe Pesci has something no to say about it. And 80 years after Judy Garland won her only Oscar. Renee Zellweger's performance as the star-crossed super talent may earn her a second Academy Award for Best Actress in Judy. The watch out for Charlize Theron's mesmerizing transformation into Megyn Kelly in Bombshell. The wow of 1917's filmmaking gives Sam Mendes the inside track for Best Director. That leaves Best Picture. 1917's done well in other competitions, but the Academy often splits Best Director and Best Picture, opening the door for that wondrous movie from South Korea, Bong Joon-ho's Parasite. It's a huge celebratory moment for Korean cinema because it's the first time a Korean film has been nominated. Or an Academy okay. Award, yeah. and and what uh, going back to Laura Dern because Donnie posted all the people who are nominated this year, their very first time at the Oscars. Yes, and then you did photos. a great one of Charlize Theron because she's been to the Oscars so many times. Yeah. But <laughs> because Laura Dern is so pretentious, I'm sorry, but she, she is. is. What she was trying to like, say please. is that when you get nominated in your 20s versus being in your 50s, it's night and day, of the course. appreciation level yes. that you have for it and the meaning of it. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> Lori Dern spoke. Yeah. I had to she's going to get it? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Well, we've got a brutally honest Oscar ballot again today. Uh, today we got we've got an old producer dude. Yeah, yesterday, okay, yesterday we had a woman, old white woman. Okay, an old white woman. Today Who's now an we've actor. got an old white man. Old white man, and uh, he's in the producers guild, and he, God, he's hysterical. He, he's not nearly as bonkers and as shady as the lady yesterday, but. Um, I, I think he's very much representative of a lot of male Oscar voters who are old white dudes in the Academy. Yes. And he his favorite film of the year, which made him feel bleeping great, wasn't even nominated. And it was the movie Yesterday. Which was fun about the guy who knew the Beatles lyrics and started. It was a great movie. It was a great so fun. movie. Feel okay, good. So he got that off his chest. Mm-hmm. Then he's got Shade for Little Women and Ford, Ford versus Ferrari. And he's talking to the Hollywood Reporter while when he was filling out his Oscar ballot yeah. probably last week. He said, Little Women, the timeline was ridiculous and it's a good thing Saoirse Ronan as um, Joe cut her hair or he would have never known what was going on. Isn't that funny? Because so that was my mom's problem that. with yeah. Little Women. She couldn't follow the timeline. And then Ford versus Ferrari, talking about the director, but he wouldn't even name him. He goes, that guy knows nothing about racing. <laughs> so he's mad about that. And he didn't like marriage story because he said I needed to care for the kid and I didn't I would I, agree with that a hundred percent I didn't the kid gave you nothing, nothing. Daddy. and Kramer versus Kramer which this is kind of being compared to that kid was everything, everything. Yeah, and then he said and it's getting harder and harder for me to care about entitled people's <laughs> marital relationships it wouldn't have been that hard to say I'll stay in New York you go into LA you work for a while and we'll be by coastal 
Yeah. He does have a valid point he has there. A, yeah. Okay, then um, he loved Parasite, but once this certain thing started happening, that's when he lost on um, the film. And but Joker, do you agree with that? Because I feel like... It is, that is when I put my scarf over my right. head and said, I want this to end. Yeah. That's where I agree with that opinion. That's and Casey where, felt the same way. Yeah. Felt the same way. All right. So when we come back, but I think the upset that's going to happen on Sunday night is going to be for Quentin Tarantino and Once Upon a Time in America winning Best, best picture. picture. I hope they do. And I'll give you this old dude's reason why he voted for that and then uh when we come back yeah okay good time for your my talk traffic it's starting in fridley this afternoon 252 southbound uh, watch out for a crash by 66th Avenue to 70, 70th Street in St. Paul, 35 East Southbound. Possible crash right around 10th Street to Interstate 94 in Lexington, 35W Southbound. Watch out. There might be a possible crash right around 95th Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast brought to you by Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Cloudy 5 tonight, partly cloudy 21 tomorrow. Snow late tomorrow night, about 1 to 3 inches of accumulation Saturday night. Snow continuing into Sunday morning, maybe another inch when it's all said and done. Uh, highs maintaining in the mid-20s for Sunday. Right now at the My Talk Studios, it's 28 and cloudy. Asked. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. May I make a quick correction? Please, Danny. The guy from ABC needed to do his research. What did he say? Well, Laura Darren, 28 years after her first nomination, no, she was nominated five years ago for Wild. Oh, he got that Yes, I, I triple checked. He got Dying. that wrong. Wow, Chris Conley. I'm Chris shocked. Conley. Yes, she was indeed nominated uh, 28 years ago for right. Ramblin' Rose, but I have it right here. 2015. Thank Best you, supporting Donald. actress, Laura Dern. Well, maybe that's why she gave a convoluted answer because she'd just been there. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Like you know He's asking, I mean? it's been so, so long since you've been back. What's changed? Well, well it's been fine. So that explains her yes. word salad answer. Now we know. Okay, so getting back to the uh, brutally honest Oscar ballot, uh, the the dude from the producer guild who is old and white. Okay, <laughs> well he just says yes because he gives us a clue later in the story yeah, about uh, his age and his yeah. So for best picture, I mean, do you guys would you like to see Once Upon a Time Absolutely. in Hollywood win? Absolutely, sure. yeah, yeah, I would. I kind of think it's going to. Well, I hope so. Even though it has parasite, a, sounds like it loses everybody. And when is that incident? Is it? A, is it? Well, but it didn't lose anybody because it won the Screen Actors Guild Award for Best Ensemble but, in a Drama because that movie does stay with you. Wow! It you know so I liked be, it more as time went on, even more the next day than I did when I first walked out of the theater. Because when I first walked out of the theater, I was like, what? And the hell, yeah, which I say that. is it an un- unusual feeling after a movie? It's not typical. So in that way, right. it's very original. 
but like I remember when the first time I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I went to the bar at the movie theater yeah. and got myself a glass of wine and yeah. some popcorn. Right. Because I felt like I could take a break. But now, as time has gone on, I'm ready to watch it again. And really just because I loved the little girl. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was so good. I could go back and watch it again. Irishman, no way in hell. Yeah. I'm not. That one. Okay, so here's what this guy, this uh, Oscar ballot guy who's telling the Hollywood reporter, he why he voted for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for Best Picture. He said, gave me a real escape at a time when I wanted nothing more. And I don't jump up and down for Tarantino. The last movie of his I liked was Jackie Brown. Right. Which that's 22 years ago. He said, but this movie made me feel good. We all have our ups and downs in this business. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is very much a Hollywood movie about the business. Right. I'm not at the high point of my career right now. So I could identify very much with the characters. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood gave me hope. I love that. And it leaves you thinking about what could have been in a better world if everything that night had been different. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Okay, then he said he's voting for Tarantino for Best Director because 1917 was a visual movie. It is. Cinematography, that will win. Okay. Because it's all about the way it was shot. Joker was more about acting than directing. He's just giving his reasons why he's picking Tarantino. Scorsese has done this before and better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, He said... And the parasite guy is smart and talented, but this is easy. Quentin did a first class job. So he's my pick for director. Mm-hmm. Renee Zellweger, he didn't like marriage story. He didn't he just said But Bleh. he did say that um what's her name? Margot Robbie did an excellent job as yeah, well. I'll get to that. But oh, this okay. is for best actress oh. why he's voting. He said, I love Sir Go but- in order, Julia yeah. is what that was. <laughs> but the movie <laughs> for was, you listening along at home. The movie was just a nothing. For which one? Little Women. Oh, I, that's what I keep hearing. But some but people Julia, loved it. I'd love it. I, I think you would like it. I know. I'm I, sure I mean, the old white guy is not the audience sure. for him. He said, and um, he said, you know, Cynthia Erivo was really good in Harriet, but did that movie didn't have the guts that Twelve Years a Slave had, and and then Renee was transformational. She nailed it. As Judy Garland. As Judy Garland. Yeah. She worked really hard. She's not a quitter, and she's had a lot of bleeping haters after her ass, but she did it. She hmm. has. I don't understand all the hate towards her. She's had yeah. a lot of it. Yeah, she has. And she dropped out of Hollywood. There was no one better than her in yeah. Bridget Jones' diary. And then he said <laughs> he's voting, of course, for Brad Pitt because he nailed it. He's the buddy everybody wants. He's there for you every minute. I never had a man crush on Brad Pitt, but after that movie... I want nothing but the best for him. Isn't that kind of fun to hear? And then for supporting actress, he said, everyone's going on about the snub of J-Lo. Bleep (laughs) J-Lo. Donnie? Donnie? I like this guy. I know, but he really... Read the next line. I'm allergic to that movie. It isn't a movie about empowering women. It's about it's a movie about slipping a hole men roofies and bleeping jacking them. Roger Corman made better stripper films. They had some meaning. This I guy is in his. Him, 
80s, okay? Yeah, Julia's talked about that. I have said this nonstop. It's a a movie about criminals. Yeah. But but it isn't even a good one, because you don't care about the characters. I I know, but I guess I don't like it when a woman plays an unlikable gangster character who does stuff that men have done over and over in movies, and they always get... Yay and bravado. That's where mm. I'm. Ba- I'm. I'm differing from the eighty-year-old. This eighty-year-old guy. But you have not seen it. I've seen half of it, and I like gangsters. I do. I like them more than you do. I kind of like bad guy care. I mean, you know, you're. I'm just saying. So right. I don't mind if it's a man or a woman. We always see it be men. It's very unusual to see it be women. Be the unlikable. Doing the thing like yeah. Leonardo and Wolf of Wall Street. I mean, that guy was an absolute a hole, yeah, yeah, jacked around he was people. A yeah, whatever. I'm just saying. We're going to agree to disagree. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm just saying that the guys always, you know, kind of get a pat, uh, a pass for that. But anyway, he he just was so snarky there. I I, I knew you would love that. And then he said, you know, Florence was fine. She was Amy. But oh, I don't like little, little women. women. I don't like it, he said. And Mar- and Laura Dern is so lovable in real life, and she was so over the top. And we talked about this yesterday. We would have fired her. Yeah. He said it didn't attorney. make sense. It, did, it didn't make sense. Sense for the movie. And then he said, eh, uh, Scarlett was good, but it wasn't command performance. And Kathy Bates, she just phoned in her <laughs> performance, and it was still better than almost anybody else's. <laughs> My crush is Margot Robbie and Bombshell because I believed her character. I have a crush on her. And I think he voted for her. Because she didn't get a, a nominee for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And he loved her amazed. in that. So did I. And maybe, maybe, maybe that could be an upset, yeah, you guys. Possible. Certainly possible. That Margot yeah. Robbie, because people did like Bombshell and they did like her, like you said, in... As Sharon Tate in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She was amazing. So what if there's other people who are thinking like that and Laura Dern is the upset in the Oscar and it's Margot Robbie and she wears, I hope, something good from Chanel. I really hope because she's not expecting to win, but I want her to wear her best. That would be an upset. That would be an upset. Yeah, But I don't know why because Laura Dern's character in Marriage Strike... He does hit it the nail on the head. It, she's so over the top compared to the rest of the movie. It doesn't make sense. I would agree. I didn't like that movie. I hated it. Yeah, you. I didn't it. hate it. I mean, I just didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's check in, Donnie, because I think we can do this. Let's just check in with Billy Crystal. He was on Kimmel last night. His his hair. Plugs have settled in nicely. He had a nice tan. Uh, He's celebrating 50 years being married to his wife. And I thought it was so cute about he and Kimmel, you know, two Oscar hosts. Of course, Billy Crystal, I think, has done it four times and Kimmel twice. No, Kim, no. Billy Crystal's like nine times. Oh, has it been that many times that he's done it? Between him, it was 11. What is going on with your voice? I just have a little, a frog. Okay, yeah. All right, Donnie. (laughs) Yeah, don't worry. Um, okay. I didn't know it was nine times. I thought it was like maybe four times. Well, no wonder he... Okay, here, let's play the first one. All right. Yeah. think that a host is important to the show? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't you? It seems like it. Yeah, to me, um, you know, it's it's the tradition of it. 
um, when we did it, I, you know, I always felt I was in the line of Johnny and Bob Hope and the people I grew up with. And I, I always loved being out there. I, I loved the, I guess, the trust, you know, that the movie Academy had in me to, to get me out there. And I always I felt like it was a great honor to do it. And I think that when you have a show uh, that's as long as it is, yes. things are going to happen. And mm -hmm. I think the problem with the no host thing, perhaps, is that there's not somebody out there to capitalize on that moment like you had um, when the wrong best picture was That's nominated. right. Yeah, that's yeah. It, that show would still be on right now. Yeah, so if there's nobody there and you, you were great, you know, for me, uh, I had some of my best moments were when something went wrong. Yeah, that's that's so true. And they really did seem to be bemoaning it. And I really know that all three of us hope this is the last I do. experiment. I really do. Yeah, because it's kind of like it's ridiculous. Get over yourself, Hollywood. Mm -hmm. You can handle having a host. You're not that sacred. Yeah, I agree. Okay, let's play the next one real quick where he talks about a time he hosted in 92. What is something that it sticks in your mind as something that went wrong? I had to introduce a hundred-year-old giant in the movie industry named Hal Roach. Hal Roach, yes, I know Hal that Roach is. created our gang comedies. Um, yeah, Little Rascals, all Little that Rascals, stuff. Little yeah. Rascals, Laurel and Hardy. He was a real father of, of film comedy. And he was a hundred years old. And I was supposed to introduce him. He was sitting right in the, in the second row. <laughs> and he was just supposed to wave on the occasion of his 100th birthday. Just stand up, if he could, uh -huh. which he did, and, and just wave. So I said, proper introduction, ladies and gentlemen, hundred-year-old giant in the movie industry. We all owe him a debt of thanks to one and only Mr. Hal Roach. He stands up. And he waves, and he has no mic, and then he begins to talk. Oh, no. <laughs> and it sounded like this to everybody in that huge... We were at the shrine, going, Thank you very much, ladies I just want to say, you know, the dates... When we, back in Culver City, when I had Mr. Laurel and Mr. Hardy... He's going on and on, and he's got no mic, and... And the Cyclops is on you, the camera's on you with the red light, and lines now are flying through my head. Go, all right, say that. No, don't say that. Uh, say this and this and this. <laughs> yeah. And then one hit like a slot machine in Vegas. And I just looked at the audience and said, it's very fitting because he got his start in silent films. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. That's yeah. so, and yeah. it's so oh, true. He's, yeah. he's so classy. It, was it the, makes me wish he was hosting oh, again because he could totally do it. Um, all right, listen. I'll say real quickly, yeah. uh, you're talking about a possible upset in the supporting actress category. Right. I take you back to 2016 when some of the Christian Bale nominated, Tom Hardy nominated, Mark Ruffalo, Sylvester Stallone, but a guy named Mark Rylance walked away right. from That's Bridge right. of Spies, and everybody went, oh, That's "That right. was an upset." Oh, oh so it could I happen. Hope yes. that <laughs> happens so bad. And yeah. I want, yeah, don't you kind of totally, want a couple? Oh, totally. Geez. All right, listen, we come back. We're going to get some Valentine's Day gift ideas for our lovers or whomever we might want to make be a sweetheart in our life. And Sarah Rogers is joining us. Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. I love it when you
trapped in the bowels of this building somewhere are the people from the Mall of America with all of our Valentine's Day goodies. Yep. Sarah probably, maybe she's hosting Twin Cities Live since Steve's been gone. Maybe she's been roped into hosting. We never know. She's so gorgeous. They're like, just sit in the chair, honey. I'm I'm looking at Twin Cities Live. She's not hosting. She's not hosting. Okay. (laughs) It's Elizabeth and some guy. Boy, Elizabeth has, she's wearing red today. Yeah, she is. It's wear red and fab. Yeah, but I don't have, I guess I have one red rock and roll top that I have worn on uh, this day before. We got it. It's an ink. I have a I black one and you, a red one. And I had a p- magenta. I had a pink one yes. and a black one. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah. I know, sister. That, that wrap surplus top that's got the little ruching on the side to disguise a little panier d'amour is such a clever clothing trick. It, <laughs> it really is, Lorraine. <laughs> and what we're talking about is I'm wearing a thick red sweater. To go out tonight to a bar, and Lori's wearing a rock and roll outfit. No, Julia, you're changing. You're going somewhere. You're coming to my house. You're telling your friend who you're going with to bring you a, a like a just a nice little, even a jean jacket over your tank. Okay, would be a much improvement <laughs> on your mommy and me wine sweater. Book I club. love it that it's a. Mommy and me <laughs> wine sweater. Your descriptions of my clothing and my fingers and my hair. I just love it. Oh, yes. You know you. Um, okay, so. So while we're waiting, wait, waiting yeah. for her, do you love that Hollywood loves Keanu Reeves so much? You know, he's presenting on Sunday at the Oscars mm-hmm. that nobody goes to any of the tabloids and gossips about him. Nobody. Not servers, what not would that valet. Even be to say, Julia, they gossip about everybody but I else. I feel like he avoids L.A. Stop, Lori. I feel like he avoids the traditional but places. We had the Keanu sons. There was never. It was such a heightened thing. No one, no one even says anything because he's just like genuinely. We're all friends in our heads with Keanu Reeves. Okay. That's kind of it. Everybody feels like they relate to him, and he just doesn't get gossiped about in Hollywood in any way, shape, or form. And so it's interesting that um, Jennifer Tilly lets us know uh, that, uh, remember the woman that he showed up with, uh, that he had the... That woman, Alexandra Grant, that yeah. people thought was a young Helen Mirren. Yes. Because she has Gray silver hair. hair. She doesn't. Yeah, silver, silver hair, hair. It's like 46. Yeah, they, they walked a red carpet last fall. Yes. People went nuts. That he finally is out with a woman. That's right. Obsessed in November. Yes, Obsessed. I would agree. Okay. And, um, and they called it their official debut as a couple. Okay. Mm-hmm. They have been attending things in a low-key way for the better part of a year. And now their friend Jennifer Tilly says that they have been together for For years. years. (gasps) What? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I remember a couple years ago, Alexander said to me, Keanu is my boyfriend. I'm like, wait, what? What? She was at the America Hearts Go Red Association, the modeling show yesterday or the day before New York. I guess it was Wednesday. She was so cool because I had thought she was a lesbian. <laughs> and I told her that. I love Jennifer. And I told her that. I thought you were a lesbian. Yeah. And um, she said, it's 
it's really was astonishing to me how like she went to one thing and everyone's like, oh, my God, it's his new girlfriend because she'd gone to a lot of events with him. And it's just suddenly surfaced. And he has been dating her for Mm -hmm. several years. And um, Tilly met Alexander at a dinner party years ago. And she said she's a brilliant artist. She's low key like Keanu. They're really perfect for each other. I saw him at her last art art opening and he's not like wanting the spotlight. Hello, Justin Timberlake, because he's just low key and everybody kind of went crazy. It's not a razzle dazzle Hollywood romance. And I know people wish that they would have that, but um, she's just a cool, elegant woman and he's a really great guy and he's really lucky. And she said, uh, I don't know if they're ever going to tie the knot, but they've been dating for more for, than yeah, yeah. Well, that's so. Anyway, I just think I, that's the most we've found out about his personal life because nobody ever talks about him in I, any I like kind that. of a way. I like that a lot, mm. Laurie. So they disrespect the hell out of Keanu in Hollywood. Oh, isn't that nice? I think so. And I love that Knives Out is getting a sequel. I think that's so good. Maybe even a franchise. Did you ever see that? No, but I want to. You it, should. It's you very should. Good. Yeah. Okay. It's I, clever. Yeah. It's good, Julia. It's you the would like it. I know mm-hmm. I would. I just haven't had time. Yeah. Nobody got time for that. Well, I mean, if you have time on a winter weekend here, it's nearing the three hundred million dollar mark. Really? Yes, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. And they didn't. I mean, they were not, they had a great cast. Oh, yeah. But they knew they had this quirky Agatha Christie, like, whodunit thing. But this guy had a modern way of doing it. And they were like, okay, we'll give you, give you some money. But I mean, Donnie thought the weak link in it was Daniel Craig. Well, no, just his accent. Okay. I didn't understand the Southern accent. Did you I, think he was a weak link? Oh, no. I finally liked Daniel Craig again right, we, after I saw him in Knives Out. I was we, like, we've oh, had a he hard time act. forgiving him about acting and making so much money. I've not enjoyed Blonde Bond for as long as he's been the face. I mean, the first one, yes. First one was good. Well, the movies just haven't, yeah. They weren't good, and he really has been such a grumpy Bond. It's bled out into my perception of him, which is completely different than Keanu, where we're all friends in our heads with him. We're not friends with Daniel Craig. I think he'd be a grumpy old kind of a friend, but it made me like him in Knives Out. He's he's very good. And such a great character name, Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Benoit Blanc. (laughs) I know, it's so good. And so Anna de Armas, who is... The best dressed at the Golden Globes. Yes, yes. She, she was beautiful. Beautiful. She was in it. Michael Shannon, Jamie Lee Curtis was really great as the bitchy entitled yeah. uh, oldest sister of so the rich family. So they're coming out with another movie or are they trying to decide? No, they're going to definitely... Well, they're hinting at this could be a franchise thing. We could do a couple yeah, different yeah. ways of spinning yeah, this new, story new, out. New case for Benoit Blanc. Yeah, Benoit Blanc. Yeah. It could be a whole thing. For got it. Benoit Blanc, Bond, Bond. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Um, and then the, a movie that we're going to see premiered at Sundance last week, Joy. It's, it is, they said it is so good. It is a really great music documentary, and it is The Go Go's. And it is like amazing. Oh, good. It's called The Go Go's, and yeah. it just gives them just uh, like right. the fact that. Remember, this is the first all-female band to play their own instruments, write their own songs, and have a number one album 
first album out that started in the L.A. punk scene. I mean, it's kind of incredible, these stories. And so I guess their movie, like... Is really good. Oh, yeah. People were going nuts for it at Sundance. So, anyways, go, go, fan. We're going to love it. We approve, right? Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be back.